Hare Krishna. Uh, we are very fortunate to have Her Grace uh, uh, Prema Padmini Mataji from Bangalore, India. And uh, she will enlighten us on Srivad Bhagavatam. And the verse is um, 5.2.20. So thank you, Mataji. Please take over. Thank you very much, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Narayanam Narutamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nashtaprayeshwa Badreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloki Bhaktir Bhavati Naistiki Mukam Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langayate Girim Yatkripatamaham Vande Shri Gurum Dinatarinam Paramananda Madhavam Shri Chaitanya Ishwaram Hare Krishna On this most auspicious month of Damudra And it says in the month of Damudra Let us equal, you get the same um, result of having studied the all the 18 Puranas <laughs> So that's uh, the same thing. Text 20. Ta sutvat sutan navanu vatsaram griha eva pahaya purva chitir buya eva jam devam upataste. Purva chitti gave birth to these nine sons one each year. But after they grew up, she left them at home and again approached Lord Brahma to worship him. Purport by his divine grace, Isi Bhaktivedanta Swami Jai. There are many instances in which Apsaras, heavenly angels, have descended to this earth. At the order of a superior demigod, like Brahma, Lord Brahma or Lord Indra, have followed the demigod's order by marrying someone and giving birth to children and have then returned to their celestial homes. For example, after Menaka, a celestial woman who had come to delude Vishwamitra Muni gave birth to the child Shakuntala. She left both the child and husband and returned to the heavenly planet. did not remain permanently with Maharaja Agnidra. After cooperating in this household affair, she left Maharaja Agnidra and all nine sons and returned to Brahma to worship him. Om Adhyana Timirandasya Gyana Jana Chalitya Chakshurun Militam Enatas Maestri Guruvena Maha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutalesham Pejatak Swaminati Namni Matara Padaya Nitaya Krupa Pradayami Gauratatha Damdaya Nagargram Tarni Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutalesamati Bhakti Vidanta Swaminati Namni Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharni Nirvaseshu Sunyavadi Pashtatishtarni Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunatyananda Sri Advaita Radha Shivasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda 
हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो दिस होल एस्पेक्ट ऑफ यू नो दिस इज काइंड ऑफ मेटीरियलिस्टिक एक्टिविटी इन दीमद भागवत इंटरेस्टेड materialistic life uh, i mean karma kanda celebrity i mean but still pious life but he had this desire to go to pitraloka and uh, so he had this materialistic desire and then he was also very much as so brahma sent purvachitti and when she left uh, also i mean so this um, uh, kind of um, activities are mentioned in the shrimad bhagavatam so why are they mentioned here why should we know what happened to agnidra and his material desire because in bhagavatam it is all mentioned about our devotional uh, you know uh, relationship with krishna every activity every pastime is that but in between we also hear of such characters just to show the contrast you know uh, and to warn us that see what can happen if you maintain the material attachment and you want instead of going back to god then you want to go you know to pitraloka and all that and for that you need a son uh, why should you want to go to pitraloka joy with your senses and in a pious way but then um, you want that enjoyment and so then you worship a devata and then uh, the devata immediately said then all these things very happened in a very nice way uh, but it comes to an end and after that so uh, that is the thing so purvachiti was sent by uh, lord brahma to come uh, to go and uh, satisfy him and uh, we hear of these apsaras so so how are the i mean they are like society girls and give children and then go back they don't seem to have any duties and uh, how come all these things are happening in the heavenly planet that too from brahmaloka there are a different set of um, uh, apsaras with indra and more elevated are with brahma so they are actually a very elevated spiritual consciousness but they have a little bit desire material desire so they have their forms are also extremely beautiful and um, of course there uh, i mean other than of course fulfilling i mean having some lusty desires and all that but otherwise i mean they are very religious uh, they are uh, advanced uh, in their uh, consciousness they understand the goal in life everything but still they have some material desires so a little bit of passion but more of goodness uh, and depending on what type of passion you wear a body and so these apsaras are um, you know uh, and only on the earth when they come here they have to bear children even in the heavenly planet they keep having uh, i mean it seems like oh 
what is this here on the earth if you have such society girls who are going around socialites you know um uh, having affairs with so many men and all it's horrible it's considered very very fallen and yet in the heavenly planets the devatas are engaging in all that these asuras enjoyment is much 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 more than uh, what the people materialistic people enjoy here even with the opposite gender so that is um, that is a kind of a uh, what you call a trade off that krishna says okay elevate yourself spiritually and if you want some enjoyment then do it in a mode of goodness way where everything is already arranged and everybody is uh, you know in a nice um, this thing what do you call it? nice consciousness i mean more mode of goodness they are not uh, always backbiting and uh, you know deceptive and uh, telling lies and not those sort of people but people are elevated and um, they want uh, they are very spiritually aware and so on but we see how even after spiritually advancing material desires are so much part of our as a conditioned soul consciousness very difficult to overcome completely everything and that is why initially when we become devotees we think that becoming a pure devotee is quite easy you know we just do hi i'm following everything i'm doing four days i'm chanting i'm very pure i'm not doing anything and we think we already almost arrived in the heaven uh, as a spiritual world but actually it's not so easy because the consciousness imagine a thing like priyamrita who was such a great pure devotee she got a son like agnidra and explanation how how can a such a person get uh, this kind of son and he said uh, i mean um, because he was um, you know at the time of conception he had some lusty desire and so he got this son so just see how i mean it is not easy to have your consciousness always fixed in krishna in the material world unless uh, so um, and uh, and to become a pure devotee so um, you know uh, it takes a lot of practice and patience and um, and it's very very exalted so we should not take your devotional service to be a cheap thing i'm already a pure devotee you know we are very very fallen and we need to elevate our consciousness uh, much much more and uh, it takes a lot i mean one lifetime is not enough these people agnidra and all that happily they were not even worried about going back to god in because first of all um, you know everybody was uh, in the i mean um, because he was a pious king and there were a lot of pious people and it didn't seem so bad after all in the material world you do some karma kind of things and can enjoy and enjoy with all pious people so that mood of enjoy there was no sense of urgency and not even a sense of disgust at the material world like we have today in kaliyuga we don't want to come back to this horrible world with all terrorists looming large and you know so many violence and killing and all environmental pollution and so much hatred so automatically it's so disgusting we it's easy to focus and we have very short lives we don't know how long we're going to live especially after the pandemic we can't predict so then it's easy i mean we are focused because and prabhupada he got such a great acharya like prabhupada who's come and uh, before that chaitanya mahaprabhu as the avatar for this age to make us focus back to godhead 
and not don't turn your here there as though Prabhupada also warned that some of his disciples are going to go to the heavenly planets because they had that desire and they've not been able to remove it. And uh, so they want to first, I mean, they want to go back to God, but they want to go slowly. So that is also there. Everything is there. I mean, all possibilities are there because even when we are doing devotional service, we can be on the fast track or we can be on the slow track also. But by reading Srimad Bhagavatam, what happens is, Mm, then we are uh, realize these contrasting things. Uh, look, all these great personalities who did pure devotional service and went back to God. And, uh, then the plane came from there, and uh, you know, right from Vaikuntha, and then uh, they just uh, uh, sat on the, they uh, you know royally received them and they took. They were taken back to God, and then they could be with Krishna. And then you have, mm, uh, uh, then you have all these. A little bit uh, had to take birth again and again. So, you know, for us, it's like um, we can see it clearly and with a beautiful purpose. Prabhupada makes us understand what is what and why this is happening and so on. We focused on doing devotional service. And that is why actually what we are following in ISKCON is a real super a real fast-track thing to go back to Godhead, uh, you know, and it is something that is uh, really fantastic because never before has this ever happened. We don't read, uh, you know, some instances we see like Yayati's kingdom. King Yayati, he was a pure, I mean, he, want, he was doing pure devotional service and he wanted his, all his kingdom people to go back to Godhead. So he told everyone to chant the names and follow Ekadashi and all those. Very rare, here and there, the two, just one kingdom. But here, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's um, vision is the whole world. Okay, he is concerned about the whole universe also. But for us, when he appeared here, I mean, what we know is for ourselves, uh, that uh, for he wanted the whole earth, everyone, to be able to render pure devotional service, get Krishna Prem and go back to God. I mean... Krishna Prem, of course, it's not a requisite for going back to Godhead, but it accentuates our, uh, our longing uh, or our for a desire for spiritual advancement. Because even if you do Vaidhi Bhakti and uh, just follow four regs and uh, 16 rounds and all that, you are eligible to go out of this jail. And Prabhupada, that's why he said that if you follow... Uh, rounds for your whole life. I mean, after taking initiation, and it can be in the Vaidhi Bhakti platform that you're just doing it, but I mean, spon not spontaneously, but in a just like rules and regulations you're following. But if you just follow that, Prabhupada said, I'll come and take you. You have not become a Raganuga Bhakta or you don't have any Krishna Prem, spontaneous love, and Madhurya Ras and all that. Still, even just doing Vaidhi Bhakti is take us home back to Godhead. So that is how it is. And that is still mercy for this age that Prabhupada brought bottom qualification. <laughs> this is all. I mean, it seems, uh, but it seems quite easy to be able to do this, but even this is quite difficult because we are practicing in the age of Kali, where there are so many distractions and um, so many people who are trying to stop us from uh, performing this there are many atheistic people, envious people who 
want this and they try to uh, say all put all poisonous thoughts um, among the, uh, you know uh, those who are trying to spiritually advance like that there are all some uh, difficulties we get into uh, something or the other we are always harassed by something or the other and because of that we may lose faith that, uh, in Krishna so these are all these uh, kind of um, impediments but otherwise, if we somehow stay out of these impediments because of associating with these pure devotion, uh, devotees who are following the pure devotional path set up by Prabhupada, then we are safe. Somehow, in spite of everything, it's a rough and tumble and a rough road, but we are driving. It's not a smooth ride always, but still, because there are other cars going on the same road, we follow them. Okay, it will reach my destination. So... Um, you know, and uh, that is why it seems like, you know, all the uh, rules and regulations which are given for us uh, are pretty quite strong, you know, and it is to keep ourselves focused on the Supreme Lord. And uh, the way Prabhupada is promoting, I mean, it's an amazing feat, how this dirty, polluted consciousness of the people, he's elevating them constantly by giving us nectar of Krishna, nectar of the pastimes, nectar of how to use everything for Krishna's um, service. Actually, when outsiders, I mean, when uh, non-devotees or materialistic people hear, especially for the first time, you know, they hear about what we are preaching, then they say, no, this is not possible. You're talking some utopia, how we can live like this? We are amazed that we even have such ideals in our mind. And that has all been made possible because of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Otherwise, you see, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, only some exalted devotees, uh, some pure and other people are, okay, they are all very pious. They may be even following Varnashrama Dharma and uh, leading a God, uh, I mean, uh, not God-centered life, but God-conscious uh, life. That, that is all we see. And so, and first of all, we had lives just to slowly, gradually, only at the time of Abhanapras, and then they thought even of focusing their attention on Krishna. So many people might have uh, also uh, been elevated or liberated at the end of life because they were following Varnashrama. And some of the people, at some birth or the other, they would have taken Manapras and Sanyas and uh, then got liberated. But uh, that those are very few actually and uh, so we are living in a very very special time when uh, you know this great opportunity has been given to us so that uh, you know we are aware of all this to get this uh, Srimad Bhagavatam in a capsule to understand that um, you know what is pure devotional service if you simply understand Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita we can elevate our consciousness and we, are, uh, we can uh, qualify to go back to God. Now, how do we develop a desire to even be elevated? Because for a person who is uh, having a job and having to associate with materialistic people, it seems a little difficult to stay focused. And that's why we have Krishna so kind that we have uh, special uh, months and all that, special uh, days or months where we are given such benedictions that even a little bit you do, then, you know, all your sins are wiped off. You get thousand times the benefit. 
Apart from setting him up, Prabhu, uh, you know, giving us so much mercy and saying the only qualification, is, I mean, those who have most fallen will get the first uh, preference to uh, get his mercy. So that is an amazing thing. That is just like, you know, your disqualification is your qualification in this age. The disqualification provides, provided we admit our disqualification. We go before the Lord, my Lord, I don't have any qualification, I'm most fallen, so please help me. Then we immediately get, okay, hop on, first, I mean, you're given first preference. So the more that we can acknowledge our disqualification, then anyway he gives us uh, extreme mercy. Apart from that, Krishna is also giving us these uh, special months and all that where very easy things we do. And then uh, we get thousand times benefit. Whatever spiritual practice you get into thousand. And uh, so then, you know, your spiritual credit really increases. And you can increase it by doing more things and all that. So like this, and then he... Um, so these... Uh, and one such month, of course, now we are in Damodar month. And uh, this is a really, really very special month because it says that um, among uh, all, the Skanda Purana says that among all the ages that we uh, have, the Satya Yuga is the best. And then among all the rivers, the Ganga is uh, considered to be the best. And uh, which is um, the river and um, the Satya Yuga and uh, one more thing, among something. So like that, among all the months, the Damudra month is the best. So the Skanda Purana says, and also Padma Purana says, that if one just offers a lamp to Lord Damudra, and then that is it. He all, so many millions of sins are just wiped off. And, uh, you know, in the duration of less than a half blink, you know, even before you fully blink, half blink of an eye, that is, you just offer the, your very first lamp, you offer so many millions of sins are washed off. And it also says that um, there are no qualifications to offer this lamp. That means it doesn't have to be accompanied with chanting mantras or doing some pious things, you know, some rituals and all that. Or even someone has to be very clean. Nothing. Anybody can just, even a drunkard, if he offers a lamp to Krishna, and then that is it. He will be Some more he will get purified and then he'll be eligible to go back. And so in Padmaprana there's a description of a, a pastime. I mean, how a mouse got uh, elevated. So it, in the temple there was uh, you know the last part on the month of in the month of Dhamudra. And uh, you know, the lamp was burning and the beak was almost uh, because the ghee was over and it was sort of um, almost going to go off. And at that time, there was a mouse which thought, I let me eat some ghee which is sticking to the wick. And it jumped over the wick. And because he jumped, and then the wick, you know, it got pushed up. And you know, when it gets pushed up, then it bright, uh, burns very brightly. And Lord Narayana, he, he did, uh, Krishna, he did not consider that this uh, mouse was actually not uh, trying to burn the lamp for me or something. But it was just jumping to eat. But he didn't consider that. See, this mouse, how nicely is offering lamp to me. On top of that, the mouse, you know, he got singed a bit because of the 
burning uh, this thing, lamp, and he started dancing of the place dance. And uh, Lord Narayan had just, or uh, Krishna, he just considered, oh, he's also uh, glorifying me by dancing. So he, you know, gave him a human birth by which he could then, um, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, he could uh, perform devotional service and go back to Godhead. So that is how merciful even Krishna is in this month of Damudra. Why is Krishna very, very merciful in certain months? You know, like uh, this month especially, uh, why is he like that? And that is because this month is Kartika, Kartik month. And Kartika refers to Radharani because she is Kirtida's daughter, Kirtika, Kritika, and that is becomes Kartika. And so Kartika is Radharani's name, and she is the presiding deity of this month. And so Lord Krishna is so happy that he wants to give in charity. Just like, you know, when a king, he gets, uh, you know, some child is born to him and then all the maids, uh, servants or uh, someone, Dasis or the Dasas, they go running to the king and tell, oh, my majesty, your majesty, you got, uh, you know, a child uh, or a son or a daughter, whatever they mention. And the king is so happy, he removes his costly ornaments and gives it to the uh, informer, even though that is not, in, it is conveyed a message. And uh, but the king is so happy that he gives much beyond what it deserves. So in the same mood, Krishna feels that this month Radharani is so happy that anybody who just does a simple uh, lighting the bee lamp and that too doesn't have to be a lamp or just a wick. That's all. The wick is soaked in ghee and you offer it to him, and he's so happy. And then he says, "Okay, make sure that your all your sins are destroyed and." And also make sure that you are liberated and go back to Godhead. So, in this way, this is Krishna's intention of making it, you know, very easy for us somehow to, you know, is always attracting us. And um, and you can imagine somebody who is actually chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra and who is saying, who's, because all prayers are very powerful. It does, and... Um, and the Bhagavatam also repeatedly mentioned that it doesn't matter what occupational duty you may be doing. All you have to do is pray to the Lord and connect yourself with Him and then that's it. You'll be back to uh, That is all. You have to offer prayers. And so that's why in the Bhagavatam there are many, many Mahajanas, great devotees who have left their beautiful prayers and um, we can recite them like um, some time back, I mean, the fourth canto, we have seen Lord Shiva's uh, prayers uh, to the Lord Vishnu, which he taught to the Prachitas, and then you have seen Kunti's prayers and Prahlad Maharaj's prayers, and so many great devotees' prayers, Gajendra's. So, all these prayers, if we can uh, learn it and recite it, uh, knowing the meaning, the feeling, very powerful. But suppose you are not able to offer uh, those prayers, but even Hare Krishna Mantra is uh, the most effective prayer. And uh, so, if it, uh, and it, imagine, we, if somebody is just chanting to the Lord, please Krishna, with understanding the meaning, very important. Not mechanically, but if you are really meaning it and telling Krishna, please engage me in your service, O Krishna, O Rama, O um, Hare, Please engage me in your service. Then imagine how happy Krishna will be. Here is a soul actually wanting to get to serve me. And uh, you know, so he's 
case beyond all this thing and then he wants to help this soul to reach back quickly to him and during the course of that whatever he does sometimes is misunderstood by devotees oh look at this devotee how much he did for krishna he did uh, you know and then he got covid and he died and look all so many other people who are not doing anything they are all surviving so and then we think or oh, some people get doubts what's the use you know is there really serve krishna and then krishna took him up and look all his family members are left and what what will happen to them and so on so this is uh, actually krishna is um, you know from his perspective a little bit uh, you know a difficulty in order to give him eternal happiness and it's not that his family is going to also make sure that the samud survive and he is taking care but just it is like a big uh, you know um, in this world hardly you find anybody who is interested in Right? Most people want to stay on here in better circumstances and they want to do praise so that they improve their situation. Hardly anybody is focused like going back to Godhead. So if somebody bought the sleep of chanting Hare Krishna and wanting to serve him and if a devotee is fixed that I want to go back to Godhead in this life, then all the more, you know, Krishna gives complete protection and just takes care of the devotee very, very uh you know very very uh, what do you call with uh, so much attention and care personally other people are taking care of the karmas the material energy and that is why sometimes devotees have this uh, you know feeling that you know if i'm a pure devotee then i should not even uh, be interested in being liberated right so they have a doubt should i even aspire to go back to it because that also becomes a desire and uh, we hear that you know pure devotees they are not interested in sarijya mukti sarupa salukya samipya sashti so i who oh, then i shouldn't even ask for that so i mean devotees sometimes are afraid to but actually uh, that is not the case because constantly krishna is calling us come back to godhead and he mentions also in the eighth chapter about you know describing how the, the spiritual world is that that world where having once gone you will not come back to me you sorry come, come back to this uh, um, world again which is eternal which is um, uh, non perishable and all of those things descriptions and constantly he is um, requesting the uh, you know all conditioned souls surrender and come back to him so going back to god it is a very nice focus because it will take away all our attachments to all the material things we have you know on this earth because we are always thinking <laughs> we get affected also by something we don't get or we get upset about some pain or some misery and then we get too disturbed and we get uh, it also uh, takes away our um, attention and devotional service and uh, or enthusiasm to perform devotional service suppose we know that i want to go back to godhead then we make all preparations to go back and in between something happens you think okay what to do it's just temporary so that focus is very good and that we are interested in going back to godhead 
It is a very exalted level actually. Otherwise, most people are not thinking about all that. I am chanting. I I want to make sure that uh, Krishna will take care of me nicely so that you know materially and nothing happens. And um, okay, I will also do some affection, uh, devotion to Krishna. But it's in a very lukewarm way because we are still thinking I am going to be born here only. Um, not yet fixed our attention on Krishna. So um, that is, uh, I mean, by reading the Srimad Bhagavatam. We get, uh, you know, uh, by seeing so many different pastimes, so many different characters, so many different personalities, then uh, we are able to, and with Prabhupada explaining it in so expertly, and always he's so careful to, you know, um, make us go towards only pure devotional service, not be attracted by anything else. And... Uh, so, how do we um, maintain this kind of, uh, you know, um, <coughs> focus on Krishna? So, okay, let us first see in this month, because Dhamudra month, uh, how we can improve, you know, our devotional service so that we get a taste. Actually, this month, because in 2000, everything, I mean, whatever activities we do, and it also encourages us to do even better, uh, so that uh, we get a lot of spiritual credits, and that actually can in- increase our desire to have Krishna. So, um, so offering lamps is one thing. And everything that we do, we should do. I mean, there are four or five things which are considered very essential in this month. And one is getting up early and having a bath. A bath is considered uh, very uh, important uh, because... Um, Last time, where um, um, anyway, it's mentioned that one should have an early bath, and um, then um, of course um, chanting the names of the Lord, and um, uh, and of course that includes Mangalarti and all that, and um, also worshiping Tulasi. So every day, if we can water the Tulasi and worship her. Uh, that's very, very uh, special in this month. Offer a lamp, Tulasi. Then um, uh, also uh, bathing in the Ganga. Because we are not, uh, I mean, that's not possible unless you are there on the banks of the Ganga. So we can chant the names of Ganga three times, Ganga, 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 and then that is as equal as, because the name uh, is uh, equal to the person, same, and so that is as having a, uh, a bathing in the Ganga, and of course reading Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita, all these things uh, give a lot of, uh, you know, spiritual credit, and of course, as much as possible, chanting, and then also it says, if you um, induce anybody to uh, you can also spiritual credit for that. Of course, when we preach, we also get spiritual credit. But especially this, even offering a lamp, it is just a simple thing. You're asking someone and you're giving the, I mean, you're giving the ghee uh, lamp and asking them to uh, offer. They don't know anything about it. And still, they're getting so much of uh, credit for them. And you also get it. 
So as many people as possible, we induce them to offer these lamps and tell them about the fast times and uh, so on. And here most Krishna uh, Tata. And with regard to austerity, there's I mean, physical austerities. Some people keep some vow. Because you're also supposed to take some vow. Like some people say, okay, in this month I'll eat only once a month, sorry, once a day, or yeah, I'll, I won't, I'll give up sweets or uh, something which they like or too attached to so that, you know, uh, the whole month, uh, uh, you know, it's a kind of an austerity. But if all that is difficult, at least we can uh, say that, you know, I'll have only prasadam, I won't eat non-prasadam food. Some vow you have to keep to satisfy Krishna and uh, we can even follow Bhishma Panchaka, the last five days which come. Uh, where Bhishma took up power, and then that has got three levels and all that. So in this way, we want to maximize. Even the Ekadashis of this month are so special, mm-hmm. and uh, so we follow that as strictly as possible. And uh, the most important thing from the Dhamudar Lila, uh, we can get some devotional feelings which uh, you know inspire us uh, to focus on Krishna. And one, uh, we know the pastime where. Uh, uh, Mother Yashoda, she one day, she wanted to, uh, you know, make the best uh, her darling son. Because why he is going everywhere and eating all the butter from other homes and they are also coming and complaining. I want to make the best butter so that he will never eat anywhere else. So they have the uh, Padma Ganda cows, you know, considered to be the best how uh, cows among i mean here nand maharaja had nine lakh cows out of those the padmaganda cows were considered the best and so from that their milk she uh, you know she kept it for boiling and then uh, on the fire and then she was turning also from the buttermilk uh, to get the best of butter and while she was singing i mean while she was turning she was thinking of krishna who was sleeping by the way and um, it was morning hours and it happened on Deepavali. So everybody, all the women in the household were all busy and Mother Yashoda was churning the butter and she was singing, thinking of her baby Krishna, uh, how he plays around in the courtyard and uh, with all his friends and all the naughty things and stealing butter and, uh, you know, holding on to the calves and uh, you know, the calves running and then being dragged by them. So many naughty things. She was, uh, you know, describing that she made her own lyrics and her own music and to the jingling of her bangles, uh, that was the, all the instruments and the earrings jingling and her bangles and then her anklets. But all this, you know, it was a nice music that she was creating, uh, thinking of Krishna. And at that time, Be Krishna got up and then first thing he wanted to go to his mother, so he crawled up and then he went and pulled at a sari. So Mother Yeshoda left that thing, uh, you know, the butter turning and took her, a little one in her arms and, you know, she fed him um, because he was hungry, he was crying and so he, uh, she started feeding him milk. And then at that time, the, cow, the milk on the pot, you know, it is all personified. Milk is also a person in the spiritual world. So, the milk started thinking, oh my God, Krishna is having the breast milk and how when will he have my milk? And so he thought better, you know, I'm of no use, I better to commit suicide. So he thought, I'll jump on to the flame. 
So he was about to boil over. And Mother Yashoda saw that milk was boiling over and she didn't know what to do because that is also for Krishna only. So she dropped Krishna and ran. So Krishna got very, very angry because what is more important than me? I'm, uh, you know, I'm with Madhi Yashoda and she's breastfeeding me and then happily something else is distracted, something is more important than me. Then he gets so angry and he takes a stone and breaks the pot. I was, uh, you know, walking up to the next room and, uh, and of course the whole place is scattered with buttermilk so his uh, feet also leaves those footprints and he goes to the next room. And there, of course, on a, um, you know, he climbs over a mortar and then he uh, uh, puts the sand into a pot which is a lot of butter and takes it out. And somehow the monkeys are also aware of what's happening and they come and Krishna is eating and he feeds the monkeys also. They're having the dollar time. Meanwhile, Mother Yashoda goes there to see the milk and the milk thinks, oh my God, what have I done? I stopped. Imagine I spoiled the wonderful bonding between, you know, devotee and Krishna is spoiled everything and he felt very bad and he went back. So no problem. So Mother Yashoda came back and then she saw this broken pot and all the buttermilk spilled and she thought, oh, she smiled and she said, imagine, I went to, I went after something very small, some trivial thing of the milk boiling over and I have instead got a very great loss. So what's the point, she thought. And this, Sarya uh, say that, you know what, the lesson we can learn is, when Krishna comes into our life, then he's the most important thing. And we should not drop Krishna or Krishna consciousness for something very trivial. Then what happens, we, we get a bigger loss. And what is that greatest loss is, this life is spoiled and we don't go back to God and we don't become a devotee and we have to again take another birth. So that's the greatest loss. So and that is why, um, you know, we should not, I mean, for something very small and instead the um, loss is very great. Then what happens is Mother Yashoda goes in search of Krishna and of course his footprints lead her to him. The monkeys, they see Mother Yashoda coming and they're terrified and they jump out of the window and go. Everybody leaves and Krishna says, see these un, uh, you know, ungrateful things and uh, leaving me alone and uh, he's also terrified. He doesn't know what to do because Mother Yashoda has already entered and she's got to stick in the hand on top, top of all that. So he also jumps through the window and he starts running. And Mother Yashoda, of course, is chasing him round and round and round all the time Krishna is running around and Mother Yashoda is trying and this goes on for some time and all the people you know in the uh, neighboring uh, thing and all the uh, ladies in the house and the gopis all elsewhere in the village they all come they want to witness what is this happening Yashoda Maya is having a stick in her hand and here is baby Krishna running actually they all felt very sorry for Krishna only they wanted to say you know poor Krishna and all that but, uh, but Mother Yashoda is doing that and they, they can't say that must be for his good. So they kept quiet and they were watching the fun. And of course, because Mother Yashoda was panting and puffing and all this, perspiring and her hair became loose and all the flowers falling off and everything. So Krishna became very kind and allowed him to catch her. 
uh, I mean, allowed it to catch him. So the comparison drawn to this with us is that Krishna says that after having, you know, been distracted to something else uh, other than me, then if a devotee regrets that and he starts coming back towards me, then I also come closer and closer to him. Finally, I allow him to catch me. Or we can have Krishna back again if he realizes our mistake. And then what happens again? Now that is not over. Now Mother Yashoda wants to bind him uh, with her love, out of deep love for him. She wanted to punish him because she thought that only then only Krishna will understand how to behave and is becoming too naughty. Uh, so then she got hold of a long rope to tie him to the um, this thing, the how do you call them? Um, the barrel, what did I call it? Oak leaf, this um, mortar. And uh, so it was two inches short, so she got some more rope and tied it and again tried it. However long the rope was, three, four times she went and however long the rope was, again when she put it around the mortar and his belly, then it again became two inches short. Dhamma means rope and Udara means belly. So Damodara means the belly, uh, the uh, you know, uh, the rope tying the belly of the Lord. And so that's why he called, he is called Damodara. And so she was, and then all the ladies of the house, they also tried to get uh, as many ropes as possible. And all the gopis also, they thought, okay, we should help Mati Yashoda. They all got ropes and however long they much and however long the rope was, they were tied, when they were about to tie it and then put a knot, they saw who two inches short. So the Acharyas say that, you know, uh, okay, anyway, then finally Krishna, he was so kind, I mean, he thought, poor mother, she's really struggling so much to tie me up. And then out of love, he agreed to be tied. And uh, so, so the Acharyas say, and this was the rope of love. Nobody can bind Krishna, he's the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And yet he agreed to be tied up by Mother Yashoda's love. So in the same way, Acharya say that uh, when uh, there are two things required to get Krishna or to become successful in our spiritual life. One is our own endeavor and the second is his mercy. We have to have both. We can't think that, oh, I'm chanting, I'm doing all these activities, I'll automatically go back to God. There's nothing automatic. There is no, uh, you know, we are so used to wanting everything in an automatic way, you know, just press the button and I just relax automatically, it happens. It doesn't. Even in devotional life, we do the effort and we have to beg the Lord for His mercy. Sometimes we think, you know, I'm just chanting, I'm just doing everything, automatically I will take me. No. And we have to cry also while doing all this. We need His mercy and also our endeavor. So that is why Prabhupada always told us, in the chanting, you cry to the Lord. We have to pray to the Lord. Sometimes devotees think, everything now. Why I have to tell him everything? I've just, um, I'm, I'm doing my duty and he can do his. <laughs> but the Lord is not obliged to us in any way. It's not that because I'm doing all this, he jolly will take me back. No, because we don't deserve it. We have walked out on him 
and for how many millions of lifetimes we have rebelled against him, we've been offensive to him, and a little bit of sadhana we do is not at all commensurate to the uh, great favor of taking us back or uh, allowing us to love him or bind him with our love. That is, that is for pure devotees. So if we want, uh, you know, Krishna to look at us and only worth is crying. And, you know, Sanatana Goswami says, Oh, my Lord, uh, you know, I don't have any great qualities like, you know, um, being um, very knowledgeable or very pious or having a very great birth. I don't have any of these things. But still, I'm having a great hope in my heart because you are very merciful. I'm having a hope that, you know, I can also... Uh, have your mercy. I, I can also come back to you uh, like that. So that hope is the thing because of Krishna's mercy, because he is such a merciful person, kind person. But we have to appeal to that. And um, so uh, Mother Yeshoda, of course, she was um, showing her great love. It was her son and she was, uh, you know, uh, trying her best to tie him up and finally she was able to tie him up. And uh, then, of course, then what happens? She leaves him and she goes inside to do her work. This news reached Balarama. And Balarama on that day was not there. If he had been here, then things might have been different. But Balarama was not there and he had gone with his mother, Rohini, to visit uh, one of his uncles, that is um, his father, Nanda Maharaja's uh, elder brother's house. So he was there. But the news reached him, you know what? If, um, Krishna is tied to the and Poor thing, he's really struggling, you know, he's feeling so bored and sad. And Balrama said, what? Who, uh, who has the guts to do this to Krishna? Really going to... You know, see what I do to the person who did this and all that. And he came and, you know, he started walking towards uh, yeah, Sudhamai's house. And then somebody told him, you know what, who did it? It's your mother. It's Mother Yashoda who has done it. So then he got scared. He thought, oh, I hope Mother Yashoda does not take offense at what I said. And then he goes there and he sees uh, Krishna in a very sorrowful face standing there. And he said, he told Krishna, um, Krishna, uh, so Krishna, you know, looks at him, uh, appeals to Balarama, please, Balarama, do something. I'm stuck here, and all that. Balarama said, You have done something wrong. That is why you're uh, being tied up like that. I always tell you not to behave badly. Why? What did you do? And he started blaming and said, Krishna said, Hey, you're my first extension now. Do something. Don't be like this. So Balarama goes uh, to his mother and he says, Mother, why have you tied up Krishna like that and all that? Don't you know? He's the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And all the devatas, they come to worship him and this and that. You know, he glorifies Krishna. Uh-huh. So Mother Yeshoda, no, she's irritated. She's very busy. And she says, oh, so he is God. And what are you? And Balrama said, I'm his first expansion. <laughs> and then Mother Yeshoda says, so the gods, God is as no other work. But to, be, but to be born in my house, is it? Now you better go, otherwise I'm going to tie you up also. So Balaram also, he went back to Krishna, I can't do anything. 
and he went away. So who is the person who actually uh, untied Krishna? It was Nanda Maharaja because Krishna was feeling so bored, nobody was, and all the gopis, you know, they, uh, the elderly gopis he didn't expect because he was always naughty and all that, so they didn't do anything, and the younger gopis also were sitting and just smiling and looking at him with uh, fun, you know, so he was really sad, and so he started moving, you know, with the uh, mortar uh, tied up to his back, and uh, he started uh, crawling, and of course, uh, he was just active, basically, and then he got uh, caught between two Arjuna uh, trees. And he is pulled hard at that because he wanted to keep moving. And so uh, then the two, two trees fell down with a crash. And then out came Nalukuvara and Manigriva, who were actually the sons of uh, Kuvera, who had uh, you know, misbehaved in front of Narakamuni because they were intoxicated and with all the apsaras, they were semi-nude, I mean, all that. So Narada, um, you know, punished them that you have no shame, you are so lusty and all, they would be born as trees. And then they surrendered to him and said, please, please don't uh, forgive us and all that. Uh, and so Narada Muni said, okay, when Krishna, in the, you, you will be born in the courtyard of Nanda Maharaj and when Krishna uh, takes birth there, that time you will be released. So they were released. Now, who? When this trees crashed, it made a big noise. Nanda Maharaj was terrified. Oh, you, the first thought that came was, where is Krishna? I hope he's safe. That is all. All the time, he's only worried about Krishna's safety. So he came running. And he asked. And he saw Krishna just quietly, innocently tied up to the barrel between these two huge trees and all that. He was frightened. And he said, what has happened to Krishna? And the boys, you know, tell actually he only pulled it, pulled the trees down. And he said, oh, these boys, what stories they come from? And then he lifted up. So he is the one who released Krishna by untying the rope. So the this thing, given explanation, just like, you know, the mother, I mean, mother tied them up. The father only released him. In the same way, mother material energy, she binds us. And who can actually release us from this bondage, from this being in this uh, you know, jail, is our father, Krishna. So, in this way, this Damodar Leela gives us a lot of impetus to take shelter of Krishna and, uh, you know, focus our attention on him. Because actually everything is coming from Krishna and everything rests in him. Everything is controlled by him and he is our best well-wishing friend. So, by reading Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam and all that, then, you know, we understand the greatness of Krishna and these pastimes evoke our uh, love for him. That, um, you know, how attractive he is, how kind he is and how sweet he is. And in this way, if we can, uh, you know, develop our love for him, then it, it, these things is what uh, gives us, you know, our, um, um, uh, I mean, uh, our, uh, increases our desire to achieve Krishna. Just imagine how exciting it must be to uh, actually personally meet him and talk to him and uh, be an associate of him. This is what we are. Originally, we're all same quality as Krishna and we are uh, associates of Krishna. And right now we've forgotten that and so we are unqualified. But it doesn't mean that you're going to be permanently like that. So if we appeal to him, that my dear Lord, 
you know, somehow or the other, that's what in the Shikshashtakam says in Imam Somehow or the other, I've fallen down in this material world and uh, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm uh, separated from you, so please pick me up uh, and uh, from this um, uh, ocean and uh, put me as a particle on your lotus feet. So that is the thing, that's the easiest way we not only do, I mean, we just don't keep crying and keep quiet. We have to do, we have to do the endeavor also. And at the same time, we have to appeal to His mercy. And in this way, we can make um, very good progress. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu especially is very, very merciful. We know that. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu means not only Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He has come with other four associates. And what is that? First is Nityananda Prabhu, who is his expansion. So we should also take shelter of Nityananda Prabhu. We can't think, so it's okay, Nityananda Prabhu, I'm not, I don't like him so much. I'll only take shelter of Chaitanya. Or some people may say, I like Nityananda Prabhu more, I don't like Chaitanya. No. If you take Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you have to also take shelter of Nityananda Prabhu because they're not different. And then Advaita also, we can't say, oh, I don't like Advaita Acharya, I know, there's some other, uh, he's not so important, and uh, so on. No, he's also, he's the avatar, like Mahavishnu uh, and, um, and Lord Shiva and together. So they're also uh, part of Krishna. Absolute truth means all these aspects. And then his energy as uh, Radharani or Badadar Prabhu and also his devotee. So, Krishna, satisfying Krishna means satisfying all the Panchatattvas. And by taking shelter of them, um, and, uh, you know, we can make a very good progress by chanting Hare Krishna Mantra. And that keeps us away, protects us from all the allurements of this material world. And uh, uh, even in this most difficult of ages, we can lead a very spiritual life and Aspire to go back home, back to God. Okay. Thank you very much, Hare Krishna. Are there any questions or comments? Hare Krishna Mataji, Madana Pranam to you. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai Guru Maharaj Ki And actually I was desiring that the class should be more Damodarliga and you made that come true. <laughs> because What? You class know, must be more what? I wanted it to be more like on Damodar Leela. So, you know, you took us from Srimad Bhagavatam to Damodar Leela. And it was longer Damodar Leela. And uh, thank you for doing that, for fulfilling my desire. Because, you know, uh, it was a small purport for the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, you know. But uh, thank you so much for giving us this uh, uh, nectar. And, you know, like, uh, it's, uh, it's just wonderful. And every year we hear Damodar Leela. But, you know... Um, we are again looking forward. What is, uh, you know, our speaker is going to say something different. Maybe we have forgotten it or maybe we have, uh, we want to relish it more or, you know, sometimes we forget also these Leelas. So it was so nice. Uh, I had never heard of this that uh, ultimately the father is the one who saved uh, Nand Maharaj. I would heard this. Uh -huh. some, something of the others always knew, you know. So uh, yeah, thank you for uh, telling us that. And... Uh, also, I feel that, you know, um, definitely this is a special month in which, you know, um, I remember there were some, sometimes things go on in life, you know. But just before the Damodar month, I felt as if uh, 
all those problems have been resolved, you know, whether it's temple related, home related. And now I'm like, Damodar month is starting, so now it's only concentrating on Krishna, you know. Forgetting mm-hmm. about all this, uh, you know, when Krishna can think of this as uh, a special month, Radharani's month, then what mm-hmm. is our wishing then? I mean, we can definitely do some endeavors and, uh, you know, even if we don't, then we should just think, okay, I have to be happy and do service with a happy heart because it's Krishna's favorite month, you know. That's all we can tell ourselves and then continue with our services. So thank you mm-hmm. so much, Mataji, for this uh, wonderful Leela. And uh, I'm like, uh, uh, you know, I also asked this question yesterday that uh, uh, it was a different question, but today's question uh, coming to me after hearing you is, why it is Radharani's favorite month? What is the role of Radharani that it is, uh, you know, uh, like uh, all the Leelas we're hearing is Damodar Leela, Narakuvera, you know, all that. Uh, thank you for asking this question. I missed it. You know what? Yeah. Actually, in the Bauma Leela, it is Mother Yashoda who is tying Radha, uh, sorry, uh, Krishna up. But in Goloka Vrindavana, uh, because Krishna is not a baby there, and the person who ties up Krishna is Srimati Radharani. One day, uh, she is, uh, I mean, it's written by Karnal, uh, I think Bilba Mangala Thakurayatna mentions this last time that um, Radharani is um, waiting for Krishna to come. Krishna takes uh, two hours late, so he comes. So Radharani is very upset, you know, waiting for him, and he gives some excuse, of course, but Krishna, Radha is uh, not, uh, you know, pacified. So she takes a belt which she's wearing, and she ties him up to a tree, you know, uh, as punishment for Krishna for being late. And Krishna is very happy with her, and uh, you know, at the end, he says that, you know, uh, you have shown so much love to me. And so, um, I, I, I mean, uh, uh, he appreciates her love for her and all that. And so, people will call me Damudra because my belly was tied by rope. Now, in uh, Radha Damudra temple in Vrindavana, they have a small uh, thread, you know, tying Radharani and Krishna together. Uh, because uh, in uh, this thing with this uh, last time, because it is Radha Damudra, so it is Radha who tied uh, Krishna's this thing. So uh, just like Yashoda Mai that tied him up here in the Baumalila in Goloka Vrindavana, Radha Rani tied his belly. So Radha Damudra this month is very special in that way also. Okay, very nice, very nice. And of course, uh, like you know, um, uh, I also heard that Damodar, uh, Lord Krishna, was like mm. so fond of uh, uh, the topmost among uh, the gopis. Among the gopis is Radharani. So, mm. you know, if Radharani. Yet, yes, sorry, Mantaji? No, I didn't say anything. Yeah. Okay. So, like Radharani is the topmost devotee. So, like, if Radha Rani is the topmost devotee and she's chosen this to be her favorite month, then mm. Krishna has chosen this to be a favorite month. Otherwise, he would not have. Because he loves Radha Rani so much. And, mm. of course, Radha Rani is like, there are so many tales we hear about, uh, you know, stories, real stories like, uh, you know, that uh, Radha Rani is so much more merciful. Just like we talk about, we should pray, pray to Lord Nityananda. Similarly, Radharani is much, much more merciful than even Krishna. So, mm. that's why this month is more merciful, because it is her month. 
and then mm. Krishna is just there on the side. Okay, yeah, Radharani is your favorite one, so let me accept it. But actually, it is uh, you know uh, the whole mercy is uh, you know on uh, this thing, and and we are so fortunate that even a small thing like uh, how Shila Prabhupada has mentioned that you know only in Vrindavan we can say Radhe Radhe because that place belongs to Radharani. But mm. when we walk out of Radha, uh, you know that place, then we are also oh, saying oh, Radhe, oh, but through the Mahamantra. Hmm. That time we don't take only Radha's name. We take Radha Krishna name, Radha Krishna Rama, like the Mahamantra. So hmm. it's so nice that Srila Prabhupada has taken care of us to even solve this issue. Otherwise, you know, who would be there to tell us? We were doing Radha Radha only everywhere. We will say Radha Radha or rounds are done with Radha Radha. But then, you know, um, Radha Radha we do in the, in the Vrindavan only. And uh, because, but here, uh, you know, we are in America and other places, this... Uh, Mahamantra is there, which is uh, having Krishna's and Radha's, uh, you know, name and Lord Ram. Like, uh, so, uh, thank you, Mataji. Just a few thoughts coming. I don't know how <laughs> potent these thoughts are, but uh, I really enjoyed your Actually, class. Actually, Gaudiya Vaishnavas know, for us, Radharani is the most important. And we are worshipping Krishna because Radharani worships him. Because Radharani for her, Krishna is the most important. That is why we are worshipping Krishna. You know, that is, that is the mood of Vaishnavas. It's not the other way around. So we go through Radharani. And because she worships Krishna, if she stops worshipping Krishna, we will also stop worshipping Krishna. But that will never happen. So we are always worshipping Krishna. So for us, Radharani is the topmost. And that is why even in Nectar of Instruction, what does it say? The topmost perfection is to understand the um, uh, love, um, the mode of Radhani, her separation from Krishna. And Radha Kund is the topmost place. Right? We have to, Radha Kund, understanding the glories of Radha Kund, the highest perfection of our spiritual life. So for us, Radharani is the topmost uh, for Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Yes, Mataji, thank you so much. And also, you know, in the Tulsi Aarti, we say this, right? Uh, Radha Krishna, I mean, uh, we pray to Radha and Krishna together. I don't think hmm. the line. I'll say it in rhythm, but it's the second line of Tulsi Aarti. We pray yeah. to Radha and Krishna, please, we are your servant. Please be merciful. Hmm. Give, me, give us your seva. Radha Krishna, seva, Pabu, e abhilashi. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. And uh, I sometimes, you know, wonder like, uh, what is uh, <clears throat> what is the relation between Tulsi Maharani and Radharani? How is how is their connection? Is there any katha? Uh, because I know that we've heard katha about uh, Krishna and then the Shaligram Shila, and then the whole story about how you know Krishna was guilty, and then he says all the offerings I will take only when uh, this thing is there. But what is there any katha in connection to Radharani and Tulsi Maharani? Yeah, many pastimes. Tulsi Maharani is a gopi and she is the presiding, I mean, she is the one who makes all arrangements for Radha and Krishna pastimes. That's why the whole forest has been named in her name, no, Vrindavan. And uh, this, uh, she is the, uh, I mean, she is also a gopi and very dear to Krishna. And uh, actually, how she came to this material world is. Krishna was with, um, um, you know, Tulsi Devi and uh, Radharani came and she saw Tulsi was there. Actually, she was just worshipping Krishna and 
she uh, got upset. I mean, actually, it wasn't Zinda who went there. I mean, all of them actually are only making uh, arrangements for Radha and Krishna to be together. But, you know, it's not that Radha Rani is envious or something, but it's just a Leela. So she got angry with Tulsi and um, for being with Krishna and she curses her that you go down uh, to this material world and all that. And that is why she uh, she came down and then uh, she did Tapasya to get... Uh, Krishna, uh, Narayana as a husband and meanwhile what happened, uh, this one, uh, Shankar Chudha she met and she got married to him and all those pastimes. So like that, at different times, but actually all the time Tulsi Maharani is only arranging the entire this thing, no, for all the arrangements for them there to meet and making the place very ready for um, for their comfort and then sending parrots to uh, give all news about where is Krishna, where is Radha and uh, making making the uh, land grow shorter, I mean, you know, so that they can meet easily, they don't have to work, uh, walk too much. Like that, she is the main backbone of all their pastimes and that's why the whole forest is named after her. And she is a, a gopi in Vrindavan. But in Vaikuntha Loka, she is married to Narayana. See, it is also mentioned, uh, Lakshmi also got, I mean, there was a past time in which Lakshmi gets cursed by um, Saraswati that, you know, you may be born as Tulasi um, in the material world and uh, so on. So both are same. She is an expansion of Lakshmi and um, she is uh, uh, married to Narayana and she is a gopi in Krishna. That is why she came down uh, to the material world and she did tapasya to get married to uh, Lord Narayana. Thank you so much Mataji. Thank you. Because uh, you know this month to worship Tulsi is very important. And when we yeah. want to hear her in reference to Radha and Krishna, then you mm. know it makes it all the more, uh, you know. Now, I don't know, like with me, my uh, because of the weather, it's a fall time. So all the colors mm. of the leaves have changed and uh, she's not as green and uh, nice and beautiful as it was in the uh, month of, um, you know, August, September. But mm. uh, I just water her because I'm like, I have a lot of plants in the, uh, on the pot. Because ultimately what will happen is that couple of plants will come inside to my back of the house where I get sun from the window. You know, so I'm like preparing for that now that because fall has come and now the, my husband was telling me like a cold wave is coming to, you know, like. Mm. So now that thing is starting here. So, you know, we have to be, we have to be on guard. And then. Ah, then what do you do in the winter months? Do you have those lamps? Uh, internal uh, in the house you put lamps or outside also do you play those, those uh, what lamps are these halogen, halogen lamps uh, do you uh, do you have anything that you uh, no, I don't do that because I just you know like they say Tulsi is like if you because I get like a direct sun coming from a big window which is from top to the down it's like a sliding door at the back so then you know she gets sunlight all day from uh, because my house is even in winter yeah, yeah, it's in such a way that the east facing, no? So when the sun goes from the back of the house, the whole day the sun is there. Okay. And at night, you know, it's like I draw the blinds and things like that. So I have a place for her. I get it inside. And uh, I get it inside when, you know, the weather is cold, like December, end of November. 
and uh, I do never put that light and all. I don't even have the space to put because it's like my partly that area, the dining area also. <laughs> but I just get her inside because I just can't keep taking her in and out and you know, uh, mm-hmm. like and the sunlight comes there. But right now I haven't done it because now mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful color. It has like a red, maroon, and and you know some green. Uh, it's like all fall colors are there on her. So it's uh-huh. wonderful, uh, but uh, I, but I know it's now it's time for to take care of because you know we take out take care of like my husband's telling me take out some jackets and all it's going to get cold in the morning evening mostly, and uh, yeah. because here you know it's more like very widespread in USA. So once the wind starts, it gets very chilly and cold. You know everything mm-hmm. is like very white spaced. So uh, you know hawa lag jati hai, that thund. It's like it's not like we have very very. Uh, it's not like Delhi, you know, congested. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of I find Delhi very cozy actually. You know, I really miss because I'm from there only. I've always I was raised, born and raised there. But here it's so spacey, spacey. You know, so it gets when a little bit cold wind comes from north, it gets very cold. You know, so we really have to protect the Tulsi by getting her inside. Then I leave her inside. Then again, when I know two three days the weather is going to take her out like that. And uh, I especially kept uh, even the pots which are not very heavy for me to carry. They're not like very heavy. So it's, mm-hmm. I can just lift and um, you know get her inside like that. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for sharing about Tulsi Maharani. And uh, like nowadays it's not very warm, so everybody says you have to water Tulsi every day. But I just sprinkle some water because she doesn't really doesn't need a lot of water because it's not like very mm-hmm. hot. So uh, yeah, of course I mean do the Tulsi Arti and then you know, and I I recently heard from uh, one very senior devotee, Amrinder Prabhu, that. Uh, we cannot uh, break tulsi leaves on both the days ekadashi and dwadashi dwadashi yeah hmm. because only i thought it was dwadashi yeah huh? what because it is only dwadashi but now i know that even ekadashi so uh, we have to break one day before ekadashi many leaves together you know especially the ones which hmm. are like a little bit uh, fall about to fall off and then just hmm. collect them for the offering for those two days and then again After Dwadashi, we can again uh, pluck her leaves because I do that in the morning. I pluck in the morning for the yeah, and also you can keep some dried leaves, you know, for such days. Uh, those which fall down and are there, then uh, uh, you you can keep some extra leaves which are dried. So on the days you don't uh, pluck, then you can use them. Yes, Mataji. Mostly, Mataji, like I, uh, I my dried leaves get used up. But uh, you know when the seasons came and when all these uh, manjiris were coming out seeds, so what mm. I did, I started cutting them and I collected them in a jar. And then what I do is, I uh, they are on a stick, right? Like they grow on this small stick which is there which mm. we cut. Uh, mm. uh, so I kept a, a separate scissor for that. Separate scissor I use mm. because my hand I'm not able to do it. So then what I do is I take the seeds out and I have them mm-hmm. like in a small little uh, uh, a container. You know, like a um, like a glass container. So whenever mm. I'm short, I use those because that's yeah. part of Tulsi. You know, but normally I prefer to using a fresh. Uh, you know, because you know we can Leaves. after all uh. we can consume it also. It's nice. It's a beautiful mm. smell. And uh, some people, you know, in America they say it's holy basil. So I said I'm sure there is a different name for this because basil is a a different plant, but they call it like holy basil. Huh. I mean, the yeah, basil leaves. Basil leaves are used for cooking, na? Yeah. Yeah, but it looks like this plant. It's yeah, yeah. Is, you know, it's like very similar, 
uh, but mm. the, the leaves are totally different. They smell. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is not Tulsi. Yeah, nah, that's not Tulsi. I know, but like one friend of mine said, oh, it's like I know that you worship holy basil. So I said, I don't know what the English name for Tulsi is. I have no idea. Uh, I never looked into it. Uh, but um, uh, they call it okay. holy basil. Hmm. Okay. Does anyone know the name in English? I think it's Tulsi only. I don't know. <laughs> you know, sometimes no, no. holy basil is what they are saying. It is not yeah. Tulsi is not called uh, holy basil. But does it have any other name Tulsi. in English or? Ah, okay. Holy basil is Tulsi. The other yeah. is the ordinary basil because they know these two. So the one is Tulsi is the holy basil and the. Other is the ordinary basil which uh, they use for cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the latter best, best is to call a tulsi rather holy basil because basil is used for cooking. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whenever I'm giving any plant to anyone, I tell them uh, they said, oh, this is uh, I have a similar plant like holy basil. This is holy basil, maybe brother sister. So I said, no, no, this is uh, tulsi only. I mean, we just uh, refer to Tulsi because if we take the name of Tulsi, then you know that's also purifying, uh, especially if you're giving it a plant, small plant to a neighbor or someone, you know, uh, like what? that. But those uh, who are, acha, uh, you give them non give it to non devotees. Uh, no, mostly there are there are some friends who are vegan, they are vegetarian, and uh -huh. uh, so you know I give them and they have the plant with them. They have more pots and no Indians or non Indians. Non-Indians. I have some non-Indian. Ah. Uh, uh, but will they uh, will they yeah. take her uh, take care of her properly? I mean, I tell them that uh, just water her and make sure you watch her leaves. Don't water her too much. And some of them have like you know they uh, like one of my friends. Um, you know, uh, she comes on the conference call here also. Her name is Amy Mataji. So she was earlier eating in restaurant, but she's vegetarian. But then I uh, you know like earlier she didn't agree. But then before the first day of Damodar month, uh, I had a couple of plants. So I said, why don't you take this to her, your place? And she's staying with her parents who are not devotees. And her place is separate. Like, a, you know, we have a mother-in-law suit kind of a situation. So she stays separately, but then her parents stay in the main house. And she has a stepdad and mom. So I gave her the Tulsi plant and I told her she needs to go into a bigger pot. So she, she made a greenhouse, uh, you know. And her mother would come and uh, sometimes uh, see that what this plant is. So then one time she took some leaves and, uh, you know, she uh, like uh, offered and gave it to her mother and she <laughs> loved the smell of it, you know. So it's just another way of uh, like the mother. No, no, is not that is fine. But uh, yeah. you have to tell her like it's very holy and you have to take care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told her that mother. She keeps it already, already she keeps in the greenhouse with her other plants. But mm -hmm. uh, she hasn't started worshipping it, but she waters it. And, uh, you know, like, uh, so gradually I will tell her about the other things also. But earlier she was not ready to take it. But now, you know, she moved into her mom's house. And uh, mm -hmm. now she has it. And she wants, and I told her this is ready. She's ready to go to a bigger pot with a potting soil, nice soil. And no mm -hmm. chemicals you use and all that. So it's like, so one Tulsi plant has gone there and she felt that energy in the plant. And she was saying that uh, I'd offered some, she's got small little, you know, murti of Radha Krishna. She offered mm. some uh, leaves there and then she said, I offered some leaves to my mother. So the mother is like following the totally American way, not vegetarian also. Mm. And then I gave her a small spice, a spice box because I wanted her to, as in even if you're vegan, uh, because I like to invite Mataji's, uh, like 
especially people who are like a little bit interested in Krishna consciousness. So uh, I gave her a small, she, had, she bought a spice box and then I filled spices for her. And then I told her someday we can do a, like a cooking class, you know, and maybe your mm-hmm. mom can participate too and you can also learn and, uh, you know, not good to eat in restaurants. So lately she told me five, six days I have not eaten in restaurants, although I only go to vegan restaurants, which are very few, especially in Orlando mm-hmm. here. So I told her, uh, yeah, then I was giving her like a class that, you know, how the consciousness uh, comes, uh, you know, uh, you should not eat in the restaurant at all. <laughs> but I'm just slowly, um, you know, building oh, up. Very nice yeah. preaching. Yeah, it's like one-to-one, Mataji. I cannot preach like a whole lot. Uh, just this girl is there, she's connected to me and she's gradually coming. Uh, she's close to my age, but she's un- she's unmarried and single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From which country? She's a she's white. Or? She's from. She's white skin. She's from here only. But she's uh, got an Egyptian background where her eyes and hair is black. Mm. Yeah. So little bit. She has an Indian look, you know. And uh, so she has a little bit. Uh, her uh, her grandparents were from Egypt, eastern side. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah like very that. Nice. So, yeah, so I gave her a tulsi plant and she keeps sending me a picture that, you know, she'll tell me your tulsi plant is doing like this. I said, no, it's yours now. <laughs> you have to take care. Uh-huh. So, but I've seen one thing, Mataji, like if you give a tulsi plant to someone who's like, you know, not uh, a devotee, not even vegetarian, not following any re- uh, regulative principles. So the plant doesn't survive there only. And then you feel so bad, you know, this, I stopped giving it now. I don't give it to people because I've seen a couple of, uh, there was one aunt of mine, she was very old. And uh, she, I gave her the plant, but she didn't take care. And then I asked her what happened. She says, no, it just died out, the plant. So I felt so sad, you know, that maybe I yeah, should not have given you. Yeah, to be careful. Because then no, uh, you are responsible, no? Yes, what, what is the instruction, main instructions to give them, uh, tell them, Mataji, before giving a plant? And can we give it to anyone who's, uh, whether veg or non-vegetarian? See, if they are not um, devotees, they can buy it from you. They can what, Mataji? Buy. They can give you some money for it. Then okay. why not responsible? Okay, okay, okay. So giving money, how does that help, Mataji? No, on their own if they take, no? Then that yeah. means that yeah. they will take care. But if you are just uh, imposing it um, or rather, you know, just uh, saying take it and all that, the chances are that they won't uh, really, uh, they might okay. not give. Yeah, just like we buy a plant, and then we take care because we bought it. Mm. That and no way. karma also. Once you purchase, mm. the other, I mean, you won't get, uh, take the money and purchase, the karma also won't be yours. Although the money is given to me, but still. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, that's what they pay. They pay for it. Oh, okay. They pay for that. Yeah, yeah. And then, then, we, then definitely we explain to them, this is not holy basil. This is the very, it's not even, it's not even a plant actually. She's like a, you know, like a, I mean, how do I say, baby, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, my, when I was growing up, I always had a tulsi plant in my house. And uh, I remember my, my Masi, you know, she does like, she's into Karmakand, like, you know, worshipping all devtas. And she's, she does chanting also, but she's more into, uh, you know, she do all kinds of uh, mantras in the morning my mom's sister. So whenever she would visit a place, one thing very nice she said, which I really loved. She says, uh, you know, uh, tum, uh, like Hindi, mein, na? 
आप हमेशा फूलो फलोगे आपका यू नो योर फैमिली विल ऑलवेज ऑलवेज बी हेल्दी वेल्दी सो आई वुड आल्सो वाई बिकॉज सी तुलसी सो यू नो एवरीबडी इवन इफ दे आर डूइंग एनी काइंड ऑफ अदर सेवा यू नो वर्शिप लॉर्ड शिवा गणेशा एंड अदर यू नो our mm-hmm. wonderful devtas who we also pray to like uh, you know to give us service for krishna but you know they all, they have this in inbuilt you know bhakti element in them like we say krishna is in everyone's heart so when mm-hmm. i say something i always think oh this is true bhagavad gita says that look what she said to me right now you know that the tulsi is here so i will uh, you know uh, there there'll always be prosperity and i mean of course i'm not looking for prosperity and all well but i'm just hmm. looking for like you know uh, the bhakti continues in our heart for krishna with the tulsi in the in uh, in the center of the house and you know like that doing tulsi aarti so when she said that i was like so happy to hear that from her and after that i told her you do whatever you're doing i told my aunt but you just chant uh, you know because it's like chanting is nectar and it is as sweet as honey so just chant one round so i think she does do uh, i've been followed followed up with her for a long time but uh, yeah like and there are a lot of people also i know who are chanting but they are not following regulatory principles they are not offering but they are just chanting and we cannot i cannot get them to do it but i feel as long as they are chanting then you know uh, at least uh, krishna will take care of them some way or the other yeah and, and you also can... give them gorne type photos gorne type photos yes you told me that mataji last time i don't know where i can get them from uh, download <laughs> internet okay okay Yeah, yeah. Always give them Goranitai photos. Okay. Uh, either paintings or some deities or whatever. Even paintings yeah. are nice because Even the Goranitai paintings—they like look very. The Panchat, the Panchatatwas. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Picture of the Panchatatwal. Maybe Lord Chaitanya is there. But uh, yes, huh. that is also okay, right? Yeah. Only they shouldn't get confused. Okay. 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 No, I don't know uh, because God can't even know people only. You know that I yeah. they won't know what is this. Yeah, yeah, I get it. No, I'll try to get uh, I'll get the pictures off and then uh, Goranitha pictures and then I will uh, uh, definitely give that to them. They can put in a frame and put in the altar. You know, <clears throat> because some of them have like small little altars there where they have like you know Radha Krishna and like a uh, uh, carved nicely and. Uh, Uh, they just beginning the bhakti they send me the picture but there i remember last time also you told me that i have to give the uh, you know you have to uh, because uh, i can get them uh, pictures and you know uh, take a copy and then give it to them i'll do that mataji definitely yeah because you always remind me that you know goranatai mercy is more than any anything else mm-hmm. and yes. Thank you, Mataji. We've been, I've been sorry. You know, today, I, today because I greeted, I'm like, I became greedy. You know, I've been asking questions, not even asking once from anyone if, if they have any question comments for the uh, SB class. Does anyone have any question comment? We have three, five people here. Uh, they can please continue. Now I will keep my mouth <laughs> closed. Thank you, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Good. Good, Prabhu. Ah, Hare Krishna, Prabhu. I was going to say all our questions were uh, answered by listening the wonderful discussion in the morning. Oh. <laughs> okay. Nice. Mhm. <laughs>
anybody has question comment from on damodar leela or on uh, the uh, shrimad bhagavatam otherwise we'll end the call hari krishna mata ji very nice class very wonderful description of damodar leela thank you so much hari bol hari bol thank you mata ji <clears throat> So we can end the call, and before I end the call, I want to say last thing to Mataji. Mataji, I saw your wonderful picture with your Prabhuji on the Facebook. <laughs> oh, so <Hi>. nice! <laughs> yeah, I liked your picture. You're with your husband, both of you together. It was your anniversary. Happy anniversary to you! <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, thanks. I know your Prabhu is always there on the Facebook, so he's sharing, and I keep seeing because he's active. I know you're not so active. Ah, uh, I'm not you active at all on Facebook. He's active, and I send you friend my friend request, but I thought you didn't accept it. I was thinking, I think Mataji is not so active, so it's okay. I will look at Prabhuji's profile only and be in touch. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so nice picture you have there, Mataji. You and Prabhu. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mataji. Thank you, Aman. Bye, Krishna. Shri Lagurdev Vijay Shri. वैष्णवी नमो नम आनंद कोटि वैश्ववेंदी की जाय